Yes, hello, this is DJ Forget, and you're listening to And That's That On That. Uh, so today I have a, kind of an extensive show prepared. I do have a sort of special guest with me today. You probably already recognize her by her voice. Um, say hi. Hello, friends. <laughs> yes! Her little bitch voice. Shut up, this is my normal voice. I don't know. Is it distinguishable? Everyone says that. Yeah, I know. We all Can y'all guess who it is? Probably text it to me. Um, so before we reveal names, I just want to, we're going to play one of the most key songs that this person loves. We should have a fake name for you right now. What do you want to be called? I'm Ashley. Ashley. Okay, why Ashley? That's the most basic bitch name, girl. Our favorite YouTuber. That's true, that's true. Shout out to Best Dress. Love that skinny bitch. Um, so we're going to play Fernando from the second Mamma Mia movie. Uh, do you want to s- explain a little about this song? To- oh, oh, my name is Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, yeah, Fernando was just an iconic song. First of all, we also know that it's by Ava originally. We do know this, but hot take: we think the Mamma Mia version is better. <laughs> Very spicy take. And you love this song? Why? I just love big, grand, romantic gestures. Thinking about someone coming to me after years of being apart, the love of my life, 50 years later, singing to me with fireworks in the background. Incredible. And with that, we play Fernando. Can you hear the drums, Fernando? I remember long ago another starry night like this In the firelight, Fernando You were humming to yourself and softly strumming your guitar I could hear the distant drums and sounds of bugle calls were coming from afar Closer now, Fernando Fateful night we crossed the real ground I can see it in your eyes 
So welcome back. I'm just gonna say I'm nervous as fuck right now. I don't know why. I don't know. You just oh yes, Ashley. It's okay, Ashley. God damn. Um, yeah, bitch. I'm a fart. Like literally. That's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna let it all out. I support you. So what were we talking about while this song was playing? We were just talking about how our relationship has progressed, man. Here we are, sitting in this dark-ass room. <laughs> uh, it stinks, too. <laughs> silently listening to Fernando, as you guys are as well. Yes, yes. Um, we can't hear it that well, but hopefully you're listening out to these prime bops. bops. No, curated by Yeah, we only play straight bops. <laughs> straight up fucking bops. Okay, so we were talking about... Uh, just how we've changed. We've met almost three years ago now. More than three years ago. Yeah, throw back to sophomore year. The dark ages. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun. I know. I'm going to get that soundboard real quick. Yeah. But we were discussing how far our friendship has progressed and how we met. Yeah. Little us, we were both so different. Yeah. Like, tragically different. Oh, before you go on, I just want to, like, having Ashley here, um, it's, like, great because I feel like Ashley's introduced me to a lot of the concept that really inspired this show about like love and just like exploring yourself and just really being emo emotionally in tune um with yourself and i feel like would you say you are emotionally in tune with yourself yes it's something i strive to be emotionally in touch with myself and with mm. other people yes and i feel like those were one of the things that when i first met you you were totally very vulnerable but i digress continue your story Oh, us sophomore year. We were just very different. It was a different time, man. Like, three years is a long time in college. But we met um, at RA training, sophomore, uh, like, straight out of the summer of freshman year. And we met, actually, we were doing an exercise yeah. where, trigger warning, sucked ass. <laughs> I know, bruh. Um, just spoiler, I cried, but go on. <laughs> yeah, but this man and I were sitting next to each other during this really awful exercise, and he turns to me and opens up and just cries on my shoulder. This is, we met, what, like three hours prior, and I was just like, <laughs> fuck, this man, this, like, person I don't know is, like, gonna be so vulnerable with me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
I'm going to be there for him. And I will always be there for him. And here we are today. Yeah. Three three years, you said? Bruh, like, you've also changed a lot. And yes. it's crazy how I even trusted you back then. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in that initial moment. You were really there for me. So that was a little history. What about the... Okay, so that was the beginning of second year, sophomore year. Um, what about throughout the year itself? How did we progress? How did our friendship blossom? Our friendship blossomed? Well, if you know anything about me, Ashley, sophomore year was the worst year of my life. (laughs) (laughs) The worst year of her fucking life. (laughs) I can kid about it now, but your girl really fucking went through it. And that was not, that wasn't it, fam. Was not good. I was just sad bitch all the time. And I felt like I was putting on a show for everyone in my life. But I don't know. It was nice and refreshing to meet David and have new friends, and have someone truly see me and love me, even when I was at my worst point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, also, we can't forget about Alvin and Nissan, who are listening right now. Shout out, we love you! <laughs> um, but no, it was our group, our like four people, our squad. Um, this is also the first squad I ever went to Tijuana with. Um, people still talk about that. Want to talk about that for a little bit? Oh, we were just an iconic squad. No one can live up to us. We were the hottest, obviously. (laughs) We were the most fun. And more importantly, we were there for each other and built a little family, almost. And everyone could tell. And I was very lucky to be there. We were kind of all, like, three therapists (laughs) for you. (laughs) Yeah, throwback to when I disassociated from my body on your kitchen floor. God damn, yo. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so how was it? You were like, it was in my apartment, Warren, and you were like laying on my kitchen floor, that crusty, nasty Warren Douglas kitchen floor. And you were, you got so quiet. I don't know what we were talking about. All I remember. I know, we were doing homework, and I just, I don't know, if any of y'all disassociated from your body, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that shit, not fun. Wait, wait, what did your therapist tell you when you told her? I told my therapist. Yes, I go to therapy. Shout out to therapy. We love you. But I told my therapist I disassociated from my body, and she looked at me with the saddest puppy dog eyes, held my hand, was like, oh my god, that doesn't happen to anyone. I'm so sorry. What do you mean you disassociated from your body? And I was like, this isn't normal? Like, no, bitch. And I was like, oh. because yeah, you did it on my fucking kitchen floor. Um, yeah, you got really quiet, and I was like, your soul is going to leave your body. I think I put my hands over you just to, like, keep it there. No, you did, and it worked. Because I literally, I don't know, it was a strange sensation, feeling like you're not attached to your physical self. But you grounded me, and I appreciate it. Okay, hot take. I think how emotional and, like, emotionally intelligent you are is, like, what's so sexy about you. Okay, obviously you're beautiful, but I also want to judge women off of their character than their fucking looks. So, wait, question. Um, I know we're, like, digressing, but... How would you want someone to describe you based off your character? Because obviously you're beautiful. Yes. I'd want someone to describe first, I would say, my heart. I'd want someone to say that they thought I was like emotionally in tune or just like loving, very caring, empathetic. But more, I think what I think is would be a real compliment would be someone to tell me that I was driven or that I was smart. Or not just smart, that's just like a generic compliment, but telling someone. Like, that they see my drive and, like, my hustle would be really cool. So, so just to recap, if you just, like, tuned in right now, it was Ashley. went through. Oh, <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> Fucking Ashley. Okay, goddamn. 
<laughs> Actually, yeah, I can't. I wish we could like disguise your voice. <laughs> you can like sound like a hacker, you know? Yeah, I know. That'd be cool. We're not technologically advanced enough. I know. I'm, like, what do you see? It's like literally we're in like a cave. It's stinking. It's musty. And there's like a shit ton of buttons. But um, what I was going to say, um, no, really went through it second year. And I feel like, okay, yeah. Ashley, Ashley, Ashley. Um, no, she really went through it second year. And I feel like that's why I brought you here because we talked about soulmates and the one. And I didn't know what any of that fucking was. And you were the first ones to like, you were the first one to introduce me to any of that. So we're going to get back to those topics after this commercial break. But first, Ashley is going to put a song. Um, what song is it? We're going to jump on the deep end and play Somebody Else by the 1975. Um, on this topic of soulmates, has your soul ever intertwined with someone else? How did that feel? DM David below. <laughs>
welcome back to my channel, bitches. Okay, so we were discussing what we were going to talk about for this second half. Honestly, we're just like freeballing this whole thing, which is what I want. Yeah. Um, we have that energy. We have that crackhead energy. Yeah. I'm wearing a cowboy hat and it's pink. Thank you. Not pink. Only the best for my lover. Yes. Okay. So we should like warn them yeah <laughs> this is heavy material so it's not suitable for if you're going through it yes please we are not solicited to give real advice maybe go see an actual therapist <laughs> yeah. yeah but mm -hmm. if you just like kind of going through it hear us out yeah hear us out so again i say sophomore year was the worst year of my entire life <laughs> um with actual mental health issues, definitely go to therapy. You know, we love therapy. But, um, so, but more than therapy, what really helped was my friends, David, Alvin, and Nissan. Shout out to y'all. But I went through a really depressive phase, and it was really hard. And I don't know, a lot of people don't know this about me, but my little stupid RA, we're all RAs. Shout out to that. But the worst job in the world, but also kind of the best job because we met each other. Yeah, so there's that. Go on. But... We li I lived in a little fucking cave, just like a small dorm room alone, literally by myself with no lights. It was so tragic. But I would just stay there and just cry. It was just sad. I would be there and I would cry and think about love. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Yes. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> but yeah, I would just talk about or think about the love that I lost and how I never thought I would recover. And so then I had this little, the void, you know, in the, like the depression commercials where you have that little cloud that follows you around. I had this black void that was like in the corner of my eyesight that was everywhere I was. And it was super fucking annoying. And David and Alvin and Nissan all knew about this void and it was only there and no one else did really. But it was just there and followed me around. And it was really hard. And I cried a lot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, My mouth of clothes. Yes, yes. <laughs> your fucking oatmeal that was on the floor for like how many weeks? Fun fact, you can't vacuum oatmeal. <laughs> just becomes a dust. <laughs> okay, the worst thing about living in the dorms was that no one cleaned your bathroom or yeah. your apartment. Big so fact. But yeah, I lived in a big pile of clothes. Pile of clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just a sad bitch all year, but no one really knew. Except for you guys. Um, I remember. So this is the void that we're talking about, right? Yeah. So remember when we were playing that game at like the end of last year, where it was just like, who knows each other better? Uh huh. And then it was like, what's your biggest fear? And I didn't guess the fucking void because it was the void. <laughs> and I think it was Alvin who guessed it. Got it. Shout out to Alvin. He really knows me well. It's just scary to think that you'll never recover from an emotional event. Like, I know I'm very privileged to have that be my biggest fear, but it was just, I really never thought I would ever get over a broken heart. And I don't know if you ever do, but it's definitely not me crying every day to Malibu 19.2 level anymore. <laughs> that is a perfect segue to the next song. So I also, okay, I'll introduce this song too. Um, we saw Coin Live. Yes, and it was a godlike experience. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so fucking thankful. I was I found you in that massive sweaty crowd, <laughs> and we have videos of that moment, and it was definitely a highlight. 
Also introduced this song to me, Malibu 1992, and it's about I. Okay, I don't remember the lyrics too much, but it's how in Malibu 1992 was like this place where like this couple met and like they lived like their best moment and how they always go back to that space and in that time and how I think in the one of the lyrics says, "Do you remember Malibu 1992?" Yeah, and so it's the perspective from the guy right and the girl she's just like a trophy wife yeah for like this who you just know? some random dude like she gave up their love and she's with someone else superficially but this man always goes back to the space and time where they were together in an alternative universe malu 19.2 is always theirs and i just want to say that every time i go Duh. Dun, dun. <laughs> we know what we're fucking talking about. <laughs> so we're gonna put it right now. And this is Malibu 1992 by Coin. I
You're some old man's new trophy Locked up in some house in New Jersey There's that fucking line Locked up in some house in New Jersey Um, that's the one that gets to me Anyways, we'll go Now money's not a problem But in 20 years it seems you've forgotten Malibu Yes, we're back. Okay, um, so we just had a fucking great chat right now. Um, what should we address first? First, ask your question. Um, yes, go for it. Oh, we were talking about relationships in gay in gay culture, and I asked if two bottoms could date, but also just whenever they need to have sex, bring in someone like a top, or just have like a huge ass dildo. You know? Isn't that revolutionary? Why did no one think of this? Um, first of all, I. I, it could possibly work. I was also saying, I was telling Tate, uh, Ashley, um, you could probably get like one of those like 30 foot long dildos and then just like at the end, like there's like just a hole. Um, just a hole. Just a hole. That's also an episode that I have coming up. So please tune into that. Um, what time do we have? Oh, it's 33. We have plenty of time. So. What else? Oh, so Malibu 1992. Just a few things we need to touch upon. It was your top song for... Not one, but two fucking years in a row. <laughs> two fucking years. And it... I know, we were like shitting on you on your event. <laughs> Malibu 1992 is a quality song. Also, you don't understand. When I say this was my top song for two years in a row, I've probably listened to like... 24 hours worth of this song like hours on hours on hours of just this yeah, on replay replay and also we have another memory so i was also telling ashley here that this is a staple for our friendship and it's because at formal we did what oh when we were crossed out of our mind we didn't dance to the actual music but instead we were sitting on the ground listening to malibu 1992 on the phone screaming together <laughs> yes that part that's dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yes it's that beat that fucking gets yeah. to me um yeah i appreciate you inviting me out to your formals i feel like i got that experience in college and now i don't need to join a fucking frat so thank you so much um so now that we have those topics out of the way one thing we do need to address and that Ashley brought up is how did our perspectives on love change since second year so I know that we were initially talking in the beginning of the episode um, specifically how 
second year was uh worst, worst year of my entire life <laughs> uh-huh uh i really do need to get that soundboard man <laughs> um but yeah so how do you think you've changed your perspectives on love you'll go first and then i'll go oh hot hot takes um i guess to address whatever you know why i was a sad bitch sophomore year i was dating someone who i thought i was going to be with forever their name is dumb bitch <laughs> yes we simultaneously the thing that's been hard to grow to, to come to terms with even three years later is the fact that i still love him but i also hate him but i yeah. mostly love him <laughs> totally valid yeah not in like a romantic sense anymore but i think that was something that was really interesting to come to terms with about love because love isn't just a feeling love is a choice but i don't know at this point if it's still a conscious choice or not but that love can evolve. It doesn't have to just be romantic love and you can't pick who you love or control whether or not your emotions go away about it. Because yeah. just for the record, this person was absolute trash. <laughs> absolute trash. Um, just one thing to say, they were so emotionally incompetent. They had the emotional capacity of a fourth grader. God damn. Mm -hmm. But it's just one of these things. We have this. Oh, we studied abroad together. Fun fact. Don't ever do that. Don't go to the city of love with someone that you think you're going to love. Someone once told me, you're fucking a dumb bitch. Probably in, in nicer terms than that. But if you think the person that you love when you're 18 is going to be the person you stay with forever. Because you go, you change so much in the these formative years. You don't really know what you want. Maybe you could. If you are with the person you're with when you're 18, good for fucking you. <laughs> but <laughs> just. It doesn't exist. Love is fake. <laughs> no. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, everyone. No, just, I don't know. It's hard to envision your life with someone and make plans, even hypotheticals, in all of the different multiverses of the universe when you're with them. But when actuality, you're not. It's hard. Um, so now that you talk about being heartbroken, we're really just getting to the, the beef here. Um, didn't you say you would be heartbroken for life than die alone? Yes, in fact, these are quotes by Ashley, 2020. 2018 through 2020. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> I can't be fucking chosen, girl. <laughs> Out of all the fucking names. I don't know. What am I saying? Ashley. <laughs> um, what do you mean? My name is actually Ashley. <laughs> oh, that, that's true. That's true. Her name is actually <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> that's a mouthful. <laughs> um, but you want to explain your answer a little bit? What, that I'm going to be heartbroken and alone forever? Yeah, I'm interested. Mm, mm -hmm. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> She's making this up on the spot. <laughs> no, I'm not. I have time. I have thoughts. I have opinions. Yes, all with opinions. <laughs> Woo! Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's being naive or if it's soulmates or, being, or like just knowing. I don't know how to describe it more than the love that I felt for this person was electric and I didn't want to let i mean i like i let it go i let that shit go but i don't know if i actually ever ever will it will be stay with me forever and i don't know if anything will ever compare to it people are always like oh whatever you're just young and you'll find someone else and i'm just like you know maybe but you can't tell me that what i felt wasn't real or that nothing can like live up to it because it's not just that li to live up to it but it's changing your world perspective someone that was you literally intertwined your soul with them and they're just not there anymore. You're just kind of a shell of a person. 
Oh. <laughs> um, no. Um, see, and you have all this experience. And this is why I started this show. Because I would see you, like, being so emotionally intelligent. So, like, in tune with their feelings. And experiencing what I've always wanted. Remember last year when I was, like, aiming for heartbreak? Yeah, that was just fucked up. You should aim to be in love or to be happy. Not to just be sad bitch for the rest of your oh, life. Hello. Hello again. Um, yeah, and... I don't know. It's just I, I I tell you Ashley that it was because people always give me that look of pity. Oh, you haven't been heartbroken, but I know you've been through something nasty, and it's kind of making a mockery of like <laughs> everything that you fucking been through. That's okay. I mean, you go through the tough times, so then you can laugh about it later. You know, hopefully you get through the tough times, <laughs> and hopefully you laugh about it. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. But I mean. I don't know. It's something that I think is quintessential to the human existence. Feeling different kinds of love and losing that. Hopefully you don't. But also, hopefully you do. It's very formative. Also, I feel like we share this same opinion that like emotional what's what is it? Intimacy is way better than physicality where you like oh, during sex, it's like random hookups isn't as fulfilling as intimacy is um and you've told me about that and i was just like this is for sure but that's totally on a different vibe and i just thought about that right now but so no so i was supposed to answer the question of how did my love um, my perspective on love changed from second year right um like i was telling you before i think it's just more tangible at the moment and that it's more of a possibility However, currently, given if you were here from last podcast, um, yeah, that was a total mess. <laughs> it was just me, like, literally barfing out my emotions. But definitely, I feel like it's more tangible for me now. I'm not aiming for it at the moment, which is, I think, best for me. And also, like, more confidence in myself and being more independent. Because codependence in, like, relationship is... it's. It's like ideal in the moment, but it's also hard to like detangle, especially when you're so intertwined with this person, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean, you weren't codependent. This is like totally from my perspective. Yeah, yeah. I think it's hard. We're pushed this idea that we need to be in love to be a whole person, not that you should love yourself or be fulfilled in other aspects of your life. You definitely can be, and you are. For sure. And we also tie this back to like the concept of like soulmates, just like make sure we get that out of the way. Whereas this idea of the one really just like fucks up with your brain, yo. And I don't remember, what was your take on that? Like soulmates, are they real or not? I do think soulmates are real, but I don't think of soulmates in the way that most people do. I think a soulmate is someone you're destined to meet, universally inclined. Your stars had to align and you had to come together. But I don't think it has to be romantic. I think soulmates can be your best friend or someone that you just need to meet but you don't need to stay with them forever you're lucky if you find them and i also think hot take your soulmate and the love of your life is the same person that can be really bad because if you lose them at the same time you'll just be devastated because soulmates should stay with you forever Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but also just to get this out of the way as well um now that we bring up the topic of the instagram poll so think good more <laughs> good night and hello to everyone who answered the poll first of all so how many people did we have so 80 
Yeah, no. 80 people viewed it. Oh. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they can't answer a simple <laughs> fucking question. Um, yeah, I don't have that much uh, followers on Instagram, so I can't do like the swipe up like uh, link, which sucks. Um, anyways, so the question was die alone or heartbroken forever. 42% said heartbroken forever and 58% said die alone. Why do you think people said die alone over heartbroken forever? I think some people are just really ill-adverse to wanting to be vulnerable. So they'd rather not open up than experience something real. Or that it hurts a lot more to feel your real emotions. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> and what do we say here? And Actually, actually, 2020, really just out here roasting everyone. And I said to be heartbroken, even though I haven't experienced it myself, I feel like so much, this is kind of selfish as well, because like you could produce so much literature, so much media, so much like emotion and just be like this totally vulnerable person. That's like, instead of just being this emotionally dead, you know, alone, because 58% said they would. Are y'all reconsidering your answer? You should. You should be reconsidering your answer. Why do you want to be emotionally stale and not invest yourself in someone else? Change our minds <laughs> in the DMs. <laughs> um, so we're going to play. Okay, so I know this is you. I wanted you to play your songs. What song do you want to play? No, I think you need to play I Don't Know What Love Is. <laughs> <laughs> you are so right. We're going to do this right now. So... Do you want to explain? Um, for y'all who've seen A Star Is Born, there's this iconic song, I Don't Know What Love Is, <laughs> that talks about literally not knowing the emotion. For all of y'all that want to stay alone forever, this is you. <laughs> this is also my top song <laughs> of 2019. <laughs> um, Lady Gaga went off. Woo! And that's on that. Um, please enjoy. <laughs>
Welcome back. I hope you've reconsidered making yourself more emotionally vulnerable. Speaking of emotional vulnerability, the song Be My Mistake by the 1975 we're going to play next. My favorite lyric is, she makes me hard, but you make me weak. God damn. <laughs> Here is Be My Mistake by the 1975. It was just like filler. <laughs> we didn't know what to talk about next. And I oop. And oh. Also, I'm kind of glad that we filled up this much time of us just talking because I don't know if you listened to my last podcast and that shit was just messy. Am I right, ladies? Um, but David, you're always good. I listen. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I love you, honestly. I love you too. <laughs> We're going to get to friendship love later, but first we're going to address dating. So after the worst year of my entire life. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's your brand, honestly. Yeah. Um, how is dating going for you? Oop. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I think dating in college is kind of hard. I don't know. I think it's hard when you've, you have this ideal love that you're striving for. To beat, I guess. Or not even just to beat, but dating UCC is fucking difficult. I don't know. You're either like a gross frat man that has no personality or it's just stale. Or like being Asian or being East Asian. I don't like like these military white men that are just in PV like coming at me. Yeah, and there's a lot. We live next to Camp Pendleton. <laughs> and we have an abundant source of white, horny white men. That just like want me because i'm asian which is not good and then i just also think or people ucc is a surplus of really beautiful women who are smart and driven and passionate that settle for these men in these like shitty stale relationships just because they want to feel something which like i totally get i don't know just hard i don't know if you just like no one just wants a body like you want someone that's like your equal but i think that 
in relation to the song we're going to play next the Louv by lord that everyone aspires to have this kind of love or relationship that you can hang in one of the greatest museums of all time and sparkle and have people look up to and they want it so bad that they'll settle for putting it up in the museum even if it's like in the back fucking dusty hallway that's <laughs> <sighs> that on that yo um yeah Ashley, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> They're all just gonna like look at you on my Instagram. <laughs> I hope you get all the attention you want and deserve. Thank you, thank um, you. But no, she was introducing to me, introducing this song to me um, literally today. Um, I didn't go that deep into this melodrama album. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, she said what she said. And this is The Loop by Lord. Well, summer slipped us underneath her tongue. Our days and nights are perfumed with obsession. Half of my wardrobe is on your bedroom floor. Use our eyes, throw our hands overboard. I am your sweetheart, psychopathic crush. Drink up your movements, still I can't get enough. I overthink your punctuation use. Not my fault, just a thing that my mind do.
um i love our conversations <laughs> <laughs> we literally had so much points but um so uh should we we should talk we should end very wholesomely oh wait someone knock no we almost we had like three minutes so real quick friendship love i think it's Ashley says it's the most fulfilling. I feel like it is. I. It's hard because everyone esteems like um, romantic love as being like the most fulfilling, the most like endearing, the most the one that's just gonna like change your fucking world. But in the end, it's the friends that are at the altar. Yeah, there's this quote when you're trying to check your best friend's significant other. Tell them, listen, fun. I don't know if you're gonna be at that altar. But, but I will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bitch, you know I'm going to be at your altar. Of course. You're going to be there. You're going to be my man of honor, obviously. Am I wearing, like, some suit? Um, no. What color do you want that suit to be? Hot pink. <laughs> and that's on taste, yeah. everyone. Um, real quick, we're going to talk about how... Oh, oh my God! God. <laughs> When we're talking about a stream of consciousness, do you hear a voice in the back of your head or do you see words? I clearly like hear a voice. I'm not some crazy bitch who's like <laughs> seeing some words. What the? Like I was telling Ashley here that it's totally incoherent. But if you see words in your stream of consciousness, like a teleprompter, that's crazy. Um, you need to get that checked. Yeah. <laughs> and that's on that on that. Yes. But yeah, no, we were just talking about sex and how that holism next topic for next episode stream in next monday night at 7 p.m but yeah uh even if sex is good doesn't be wholesome friendship that's a hot take but i think it's true <laughs> amen amen and just to end on a wholesome note this is baby i'm yours by the arctic monkeys david you're mine i love you <laughs> Stay right here by your side and do my best to keep.